0: Sun and Haaland equal on predictor Points this week. So, let's talk real mm-hmm. stuff here, Sam. You're getting Sun in this week. You're captaining him, right? I would, yeah. I would. Okay, good. I need to catch up. So, I, 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 <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> well, this is big. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the FPL Banger Show. My name is Siva. I'm joined by Sam for the Game Week 5 preview and Sam, how has the international break been? Have you enjoyed watching England's excellent performances against Ukraine and Scotland?
1: <laughs> um, I, I honestly I don't watch many international matches. I did see um, Harry Maguire's highlights though from the Ukraine game.
0: Big mistake um, from Aaron Ramsdale, I have to say. <laughs> I think uh, I must put up my hands as an Arsenal fan. You can't just leave Harry Maguire unmarked in the box like that. <laughs> Yeah, time to drop him for David Raya. Yeah. Very, very poor. Um I I thought something really interesting though. Did you see what happened to Richarlison? He really had like I mean, you, you could not have worse, like wished for a worse break for him because he went off, he got subbed off in the first game, he went off in tears. Uh, which is, is just really sad because he must be under a lot of pressure. Second yeah. game, he scores a goal, and you think finally, okay, all the pressure's off, it's lifted. And then he's offside again. At and least he, he
1: didn't take off his shirt to and got yellow carded for that this time. Oh my god, man. I mean, Mikel
0: Antonio is living rent-free in his head. Now I really feel <laughs> bad for this guy. <laughs> and- it's
1: weird though, because I, I kinda read Richardson before he moved to Spurs. So oh, we I all don't know what, what is it? Right? What what is it? Is it just confidence and stuff? Anyway, I, I saw he posted something about um, you know, he's gonna get some psychological help. Um before the game week starts, before this weekend, and things like that. So, hope hope it all goes well for him.
0: Yeah, but on that note, right, and so as you can <laughs> see on screen right now, we're, we're looking at the Burnley Spurs uh, result from two weeks ago. Seems like a long time ago, but that was, you know, Sun starting up top, scoring a hat trick, and the most popular transfer in this week is Sun at home to Chef United. So, easy question, Sam. Are you getting Sun? And if not, why?
1: I mean, it it really sucks when this kind of things happen, you know. Sun feels like he should be a differential, like you know, no one has Sun, right? But everyone seems to be getting him in, in the exact same week, so uh, I I don't know. I don't think he'll still be a differential, or at least not um within the top players. I guess everyone wants to get in Sun.
0: I think it'll be pretty difficult for a lot of people to get in Sun. Like I I would have to sell like a really good player to do it for free, like Saka or somebody. I think a lot of people, the way they're set up, unfortunately, haven't left a lot of funds in the bank. So you're looking at maybe selling somebody like a Rashford or Bruno to get to Sun. And is this too short-term of view, right? Because, okay, they play Sheffield United this week. Um, Then they play Arsenal and Liverpool in the next two weeks. And is Sun going to play number nine again? Or was it just a one-off? Is Chef United a worse fixture compared to Burnley? Because Burnley high line, Chef United play really low. I mean, all these things. Do you are we overthinking it? Is it just, you know, he's he's playing for one of the best teams in the league right now? He has no European fixtures to worry about. Just get him in.
1: Yeah. I think um, like just like you said, one of the best attacking teams in the league right now. So despite the tough fixtures coming up. I still think Spurs can score. And if they score, um, well, Richarlison is not doing it. So, (laughs) therefore, someone else has to score. Um, Sun also traditionally does really well against um, promoted clubs. Really, really well. I mean, um, historically, I guess. And tend to do pretty well against um, big teams either. It's the middle teams (laughs) that he seems to struggle against. But yeah, Um, flat track bully. Sun is a flat track bully. He... I am getting in Sun this week if I can sort If I can sort out my defense because my defense is in shambles right now. If I had a transfer to Sphere, I would make that Sun move. I think it's a good move. Good fixture coming up. And then, like I said earlier, you know, he can score against the big teams too. I think don't overthink it so much, right? It's a um, talisman of... Uh, no, I wouldn't say talisman. James Madison is the talisman of mm-hmm. that first team. Right. I'm really happy I have medicine. But yeah, main goal threat, I guess, of this first of a very attacking team. Pricey though, like you said, not many people have the funds. I maybe would sell Rashford for Sun.
0: Interesting. Okay. So you'd sell Rashford ahead of okay, they play Brighton this week, but then after that it's Burnley the same team that lost 5-2 to two Spurs, and then they play Palace. Have you seen United? <laughs> I did. I did. So, you know, we didn't talk about it, but let's talk about it here, right? So United-Arsenal was a really interesting game. I mean, United would have stolen a victory. They were minutes away from doing so, but I don't think they deserved it, right? They it really they just sort of held on, didn't have much of the ball, sort of smash and grab. But Does that matter? I mean, you're playing better teams. Brighton have conceded in every game so far. They've looked very open. Then you get Burnley the following week. Like, if you reverse the fixtures, if it was United playing Burnley this week, no way are you selling Rashford, right? So maybe people are being Mm -hmm. short-sighted. Maybe people like you just are bringing your negativity around United (laughs) when Rashford can score. Bruno got three assists and a goal against Luxembourg, but still, I mean, he's doing something.
1: Yeah, but, you know, Champions League is coming up. I I really don't see how United is going to have the squad to deal with um, Champions League. It is a big factor, you know. um, It starts next week and loads of the top teams play in the Champions League this year, right? Um, I worry for Martinelli's minutes. I worry for Rashford's minutes. I think he'll come off early bruno no right bruno will probably play you know, every single minute of every single game i'm not saying rashford won't start but come off early to keep him fresh for the ucl game i can see that rashford not exactly um has been how do i put it <laughs> he's been plagued with injuries a bit he's played through it you know uh, he has a well-documented back injury that he played through one whole season i don't think ten Hag will want to go through that our problem is death though um if Rashford yeah. comes off, I don't see anyone who can really replace him, but he might have no choice. So, a team like Spurs with no Europe commitments, I'll jump on that.
0: What do you think the effect the Anthony uh, being out has on United's attack?
1: It's really tough. Um, on one hand, he could move Rashford or Garnacho to the right and play one of them. I think Garnacho is, hands down, the third choice winger You know, behind Rashford and Anthony. So without Anthony, Garnancho should play. But will Tenha have put them on their non-natural side? Or he might just play palestry Sancho, I don't know if there's any way back for him. We'll have to see. I doubt it. So then that only leaves Palestry He may play Bruno on the right wing. He's done that before. Bruno can do that job. Then Ericsson in the AM. Maybe Mount. No, Mount's still injured, right? So it has to yeah. be Ericsson then. So, you see, with all the injury problems and all the things that's going on at United, I would rather just stay away
0: from the team as a whole. Okay. It doesn't look good to me. So, combine fitness issues with rotation, well, not rotation risk, but I guess minutes risk, plus just general fatigue and team not looking great, vibes bad and all that. Yeah. Bad vibes. Very bad, bad. vibes. X vibes. As we know, vibes are the most important thing in yeah. FPL. Uh, and Spurs has v- extremely high X ex vibes right now, man. Good good vibes. Uh mm-hmm. Any fears that Sun has not had a break for two years or three years or four years or feels like forever? There was a scare briefly yesterday. You obviously don't mm-hmm. stay on Twitter, so you're not privy to this. But for like two hours, people thought Sun was injured and going to retire uh, because <laughs> there was a photo of him strapped up. And then suddenly he appears and plays anyway. Um and also, I guess concerns about his position, right? I mean, does he play number nine every week, or do you just not care? You think he'll be a decent asset either way?
1: Yeah, I think we've... he's still a good asset on the left wing. I think number nine is great. Left wing is great.
0: I'm okay with having Sun, um, dis- despite any position he plays. Okay, and presumably you agree that this is in addition to having Madison, right? You like I feel regardless of Sun's hat trick, like Madison is still. Uh, the best all-rounded asset in that team because he has set pieces, he has bonus potential. and I would say better bonus potential because of all the set pieces and just also price point. I think he's kind of almost essential.
1: Yeah, I think um, San stole all the headlines with his hat trick, but mesa has been ticking in really nicely. Um, only blanked in one game so far. Nine points, three points, ten points, seven points. I'm really happy I started a season with Matt's. And I would recommend anyone else to jump on him. If you can't get to Sun, go for Mats. Now, he won't be ex- as explosive as Sun because I think on his day, Sun is probably one of the most explosive player in the game. But he would tick along nicely. His medicine is definitely like a long-term hole kind of thing.
0: What do you say to the idea? And I've listened to a lot of uh, just pots, not even FPL pots, but normal Spurs pots this week. And the idea that, Maybe they start Richarlison back up top because this is a low-block team. Sheffield United will defend deep, play three at the back. And so, therefore, you get somebody who's tall, can hold up play. And therefore, maybe Madison's a better pick this week than Sun. Mm.
1: Madison, higher floor. Sun, higher ceiling. Right? I think Madison will do well against any team. Against uh, a team with a high press, he does well. He got that potential to dribble through line breaking passes all that kind of stuff and against a low block he has the, creati- the creativity to unlock them now if you're unlocking them someone still has to score the goal right Yeah. <laughs> so I think San I, I don't think he'll get another hat trick I don't think he's going to get back to back hat tricks but a goal I can definitely see a goal coming in yeah and, and also I, Richardson. I also, I, yeah sorry coming I back also quite think late. that yeah Richardson is coming back but I also think I mean, they did really well the last game. Why would he want to change that up? You know, if it, if it works, why why change it up, right? Give Richardson his break. You know, he, um, he publicly posted about his mental health. So maybe this is a good opportunity to just give him a rest, come off, off the bench. Plus, I think Maynard Solomon did a great job in the left wing. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Maynard Solomon, by the way. I thought he did really well even last year um, in Fulham. Yeah. So I was glad to see he moved to Spurs and glad to see that he got a shot. So... I mean, a shot. He got a chance <laughs> to start. He took his chance. And two assists, right, I think, last week for Sun?
0: Yeah, two assists. And, I mean, ultimately, this low-block stuff, right? I mean, Dan Juma scored last week against Chef United. It's not, it's not a hard and fast road. It's not like as if you only pick target men and they will score against these kind of teams. Mm-hmm. Sun will get cutbacks. He'll get opportunities in the box. It's just whether he takes them. I, and he's, he's scored against Chef United before. This isn't foreign to him. So, I think... If you're going for Sun, you you look at it long-term, he's got good fixtures. Gameygate. he's got Luton. Can't really go that badly, I think.
1: Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this, but he has scored something like 30 goals in his last 30 matches against newly promoted sites or something like that. Sounds very <laughs> legit. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah. Sun against newly promoted teams. Go for it.
0: Captain him, maybe. Hmm. Ooh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll talk about captaincy. So bottom line is you're okay selling basically anybody to get Sun. I think we've established that. I'm um, okay
1: selling United players. I'm okay selling Arsenal Martinelli. I, I'll keep Saka because I think Saka will still play. But Martinelli though, he has he is an existing ministerist even before the Champions League. I'm excited for his prospects um, now that Jesus is back. Right, mm. who links up much better with Martinelli, however, you know, Champions League coming up. Martinelli already a 60 minute player, um, even without Champions League. Now, with it, I could see some rest in the Premier League for Champions League. I, d- I don't know how they played. I mean, Arsenal hasn't been in the Champions League for some time, so I
0: <laughs> seven years, mate, it's been painful. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think Martinelli gets rested, but I think early subs. I think that was already a risk and remains the issue. Um, still really good. Like, I went and saw Arsenal Live, right, two weeks ago uh, against mm. Fulham. And Martinelli and Saka, the only reason this team is still competing for anything at the moment. Every other facet of the attack, okay, Jesus coming back is much needed. But every other facet, just it's, it's all just not working. Something's It's not clicking. Like, we, it, we beat United more out of... Sheer force of will. Like, we mm. had the ball, like, 80%, 70% possession, but we weren't doing anything with it. So, I think Martinelli keeps getting minutes. He still gets 70, 80 minutes. But, like you said 60 yeah. If it's not going well, yeah. So, if you're not scoring, then, yeah. Then he he's more liable to come off than Saka, for sure. And no pens. So, yeah. Reluctant sell, I think, ahead of Everton. I, I don't rate mm. this Everton defense. But, yeah, I guess you could if you look at it long-term and sunset at long home. Long-term, long-term. Long term. Definitely long-term. Okay. Uh, I mean, the other Spurs asset, you got to have uh, Destiny Udogi, right? Like, everybody has to have him now.
1: Yeah, so that's my thing. My defense is in shambles. I may need to make a defensive transfer and if I were to do it,
0: he would be my first pick. I can't relate, Sam, because I wildcarded last week and got 89 points. Uh, <laughs> just, just putting it <laughs> out. Lucky there. you, so I... Siva. No, no, not luck. okay? Okay, I mean, not told... skills, skills, all skill, people, right? People, including you, told me not to wildcard. I did not listen to you. And see, sometimes you just got to go with your <laughs> gut, mate. Yeah, it worked out really well, Sivan. So I'm happy for you. Thank you. Okay, but let me tell you the reason why I may not get SUN this week. It's because I may have to use my transfer. Well, not have to, I have, but I want to use my transfer somewhere else. And can you guess who that is for? Big Taiwo, right? Big Taiwo, mate. So Forrest beat Chelsea 1 0, as you can see on the screen. Taiwo, when he assisted, it's now nine goals and one assist in his last eight games. Looked immense. They play Burnley next, the Burnley that just lost 5 2 to the Spurs, the Burnley that's conceded 11 goals in three games. Is Big Taiwo not the easiest replacement for Nicholas Jackson? Do you need to replace Nicholas Jackson? I you? need to replace Nicholas Jackson. Man.
1: Hmm. If only you listened to me and not got him in in the first place, you won't need to replace him.
0: Yeah, but sometimes you make mistakes. And the most important thing in life is about growing and learning from them. I, I've watched 90 minutes of this man in my team. And I, I, I'm, the, I'm okay not having him. Like this, I don't get this Chelsea team. Like they create chances. They create lots of chances. They have the ball for so much of it. But something about Nicholas Jackson, man. I don't know, maybe this that Chelsea curse is just not, that number nine curse, it's just too heavy, man. He can't take it. And I don't want to be He's, around for this.
1: Yeah. He's just too young, I feel. He should not be relied as the main man when he just, you know, came into a league, in after half a season of uh, of senior football, basically, right? Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're not here to debate um, Chelsea's transfer strategies.
0: No, well, I mean, we could be here all night, mate. Okay, <laughs> They tried to sign Taewo only like in the last 48 hours of the day, before really? the Like, Yes. Huh. That, that came I, out I would week. think
1: Chelsea tried to sign pretty much anyone and
0: everyone. They could. Yeah, they probably just went online, go Premier League website, sort by goals. Ah, okay, let's get this guy. Like,
1: <laughs> Okay, Big Taewo. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You may have a problem in Game Week 5 when he's away against City. However, you know. Tyvo. He hasn't blank for like nine games, probably Got ten full games by playing now. Playing squad, mate. I I yeah. I think that's, that's just... the thing. Um, that we said a lot about like bad fixtures and stuff. If you don't like them, you probably have a strong bench because all of us have so much money because Haaland's the only premium we have in our entire team. So,
0: yeah. I mean, so for those who are wildcarding this week, we talk about wildcards later, but just in general, like I wildcarded last week into a full playing structure, which is I'm already having some regrets because I didn't leave enough cash for Sun. But on the other hand, I had Bowen last week. I can bench him this week. Mm-hmm. He's and I'm planning to have Taiwo this week at home to Burnley. Uh, Burnley in in a lot of issues. And I think the Sun Hall, as good as Spurs were, we didn't really talk about how bad Burnley are, right? So yeah. let's. I don't think anybody else is going to talk about Burnley. So let's let's try and do it because I did uh, spend some time listening to some Burnley podcasts, just trying to understand what's going wrong. Mm. So they've changed the keeper. Uh, they're starting this guy called James Trafford, who they bought from City. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's very England
1: Under-21. Yeah. He's a
0: really good keeper for the future. Not necessarily now, but yeah. Yes. So a lot of fans want him dropped because they, their second keeper is a guy called Ayo Muric, who is the Kosovo International, who used to play for Man City, started mm-hmm. the whole of last season. They've dropped him for this Trafford guy. And Trafford's looked very shaky in the first few weeks. Under-21. And if you remember Bazunu last year with Southampton, this sort yeah. of thing about... You, you're bringing a keeper up from League One, very young, very inexperienced. It, it doesn't always help the defense. So that's one issue. Um, Connor Roberts at right back, okay, that's fine. Then in center back, they lost Taylor Harwood-Bellis, also loan from City last season. He's gone. They've replaced him with Dara O'Shea, a center back from West Brom, who's looked a bit iffy. And then at left back. So if you remember preseason, there's this guy called Ian Matson who plays for Chelsea and mm-hmm. yeah, really yeah. good. So he spent the whole of last season on loan at Burnley and was their starting left back. He didn't come back this season and they haven't replaced him. They have tried three different left backs in the first three games of the season. And all of the three guys they tried are not left backs. So they played center (laughs) backs, they're midfielders. They're trying anything that just see what sticks and nothing has worked so far. So you look at all that and they couldn't sign Matson in the end. So they have Charlie Taylor, but they don't play him. Company doesn't trust him. (laughs) <laughs> then in mid, I don't know. It's a lot of issues in midfield. They're not starting Josh Brownhill. They're trying to start Sander who they bought from Sheffield United, but he's not really a defensive mid. So they're yeah. leaking good goals. Good player, for
1: that. though. I have to say, he's a good player, but yeah, not a good, uh... good player,
0: but not like a, a proper DM. So, yeah. long story short, they have a lot of issues, and Burnley fans seem very frustrated about it. They've lost three games in a row, all at home, and conceded eleven goals. So, and I have to say, right. Playing a high line like what they did against Spurs,
1: that's just suicidal, right? Very naive. Yeah, I I think when you're a championship club and you dominate the championship, yes, yeah, so you are the Man City of the championship. You're dominating everyone. You play the high line. You play a possession based system, and you do well. But when you come to the Premier League, you can't expect to play the same thing against better opposition. You get wrecked, like what you you know, like what happened. Like what has been happening the past few games. Got to be a bit more pragmatic, right, when you go up.
0: Yeah, but that's the good thing, right? Because company's quite stubborn. And this is something mm-hmm. dating back even to his time in Anderlecht. He was known as this kind of manager who doesn't compromise. And that's why the first thing didn't go so well. He did a lot better at Burnley. But looking at these fixtures, all indications are they're going to continue playing the same way they are and just trust the process. And so while they keep doing that, I feel like there are some hauls to be had here. And then you come to Tawa when who's got great form. It's a home fixture for Forrest. We know they're good. He's come back from the international break. He's looked good. And I don't think a lot of people will go for this move this week because they don't want to deal with him next week against City, whereas I can bench him. So I think for those of us who have strong benches, this is a really good opportunity to try and get a differential haul. I like it. I
1: like... I like. I think Forrest has been quite... Um... Underrated this, this first few games. They've been doing decently, you know, and not as bad as last year. Like last year, their away and home form was a world of difference. They did really well at home, really terribly away. But this year, they've been
0: doing solid, I feel. They got an away win against Chelsea, so you have to be doing something good. Yeah, and I mean, they've played really tough teams. They played Arsenal, United, and Chelsea, mm. and they're, they're not falling apart. So you have to feel logically. I, I think, sorry, I think Big Taiwo actually has a has a lot to do with
1: it because he was injured almost the whole of last season. I think um, injured Big at jump. the start and then, yeah. So, yeah, I like it. Go for it, Siva. I love differentials like this.
0: Yeah, Makes and I really like. Alive. I mean, last word of course. I really like some of the signings they made this season. So they've got uh, Sangare from PSV. Anybody who plays FM and you, you know Sangare. Mm, right? I know, He's... I know Ibrahim Sangare. Yeah. Yaya Ture, regen kind of guy, <laughs> so. and they've got Orea, looks really good on the left flank. They got Nuno Tavares now. I mean, mm-hmm. all just seems to be coming together, like it feels like they got a new keeper.
1: Here.
0: You're not mentioning that, Seva. Mm. Okay, let me try. Um, Odysseus Vlakodimos, I think. Wow, well, I think I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no one's gonna, no, gonna tell us if we're wrong, but yeah, Matt Turner may not be starting. Uh, just mm-hmm. So, all of you who
1: tried the whole I must start with Matt Turner and make my starting keeper thing, I don't know how long it'll last. I don't think he's going to start immediately, right? He just came from Benfica. Ah, he's, but, see, but Matt, Matt, he Matt, is Benfica's first choice keeper, so
0: he should be starting in a team like Forest. He's played in the UCL for Benfica, so you'd assume mm-hmm. he should be starting soon. But the bigger issue for Matt Turner owners is Mrs. Turner is pregnant and is expecting ah. this week. So he's flown back to be with her. Now, I feel like, you know, Monday night Burnley is more important than your second child arriving, (laughs) but I don't think Matt Turner feels the same way. So,
1: yeah. Plus, I think keeper integrations are easier compared to outfield players. Like, you know, know know I got to make them, uh, oh, did they still
0: have the Kayla Navas? No, but I mean, that's how he came in last season, just straight ah, in, okay. right? And
1: yeah, yeah. Keepers, you can just chuck them in because their job is just, you know, don't let any goals in. Save the ball. There's not many tactical instructions. Maybe a bit on passing and stuff like that. But yeah. Anyway, Forest looks good. I like it too. Uh. I like okay, it a
0: lot. So, okay, enough of Awani prop. Let's talk about the issues that are really affecting people. Not you, Sam, because you're smart. You don't have Chelsea, I guess. But for the rest of us who own Chilwell, Chilwell... and Gusto, so... Yeah, ah, slight okay. problem there. Okay, Gusto not so bad because he's cheap, right? So 4 mil, you, you don't get too worried. And Reese James is back but will be injured soon enough. So no worries. <laughs> yeah, just um, leave,
1: but... leave Gusto on my bench until, until James is injured again.
0: It'll be a very uh, quick uh, reoccurrence. But let's talk Chilwell, Sterling, Jackson. What do you do with these guys?
1: I keep Chilwell still. Because um, his ceiling is so high. The attacking potential is there. And, you know, in the event that Chelsea keeps a clean sheet, he should do well.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of hypotheticals, Sam. If Chilwell does well, I... if he plays, if he's on the pitch, if they seem to be subbing him off at 60 minutes like every week now, like the fan yeah, base is hitting right. on if him. They,
1: you know, if they, if they concede late on, which they probably will, you, you won that at least up. Lock in that clean sheet early. But I'm okay with Chival because he's a good player. He's still a good player and still putting up the underlying stats for Chelsea. And, and I'm okay with you all, but he's probably the only Chelsea player I want in my
0: entire team. I thought Sterling actually looks pretty good. It's just that he has to pass to Nicholas Jackson, who can't seem to finish. Mm-hmm. Um it that I don't know. I mean, I'm already worried like maybe the Luton game was just a red herring and it's time to get off. But Luton. the fixtures right. are still really good. To be fair, like after this weekend, they play Bournemouth, Villa, then they get Forest, Burnley. I don't know. Do you hold? Do you wait? Is it not an emergency? Do you only move if you've got luxury transfers? I I would hold, I think. Unless, you know,
1: luxury transfer, like in the position you are in. Okay. But most people should have other fires in their team that they need to sort out. And Chelsea, with the fixtures they have,
0: you you can hold them, I think trust in Poch to figure this out.
1: If he, yeah, (laughs) if he can, I guess.
0: Okay. I I do think they look a lot better with Cole Palmer in the team. Like I thought he Mm -hmm. looked pretty decent. So maybe there's something there, but I fear for Nicholas Jackson, because as much as it's, we like the fact, well, you know, stat people like the fact he's getting a lot of XG and big chances that doesn't always translate to the manager keeping you in. Like, I don't think managers... I mean, XG is important. It's important, but I've seen this like with Josh King, I think is a classic example I think about. He was getting amazing XG figures, but Ranieri still dropped him at Watford. And I always think like, yeah, some days just... Like, we may love XG, but the manager may just feel like you're not converting. I'm going to take you out. Mm -hmm. So We are making all these chances
1: for you, but you are not scoring them. Maybe I should play someone who can actually score the
0: chances that the team is creating. Yeah, it could happen. I'm not saying it will happen, but that, that's the kind of thing that could happen. So I I I can see Poch down the line, pulling this guy out of the firing line if he's still under a lot of pressure, not converting.
1: Yep, yep. I can see it too. So I don't think it'll happen this week, maybe. But actually, you never know, right? You, you really never know. After international breaks, managers
0: tend to do all... Like, international breaks is when they work on these kind of things, you know? And none of these guys have been around. Sterling's been away. Jackson's been away. chilwell has been away. It's actually one of the reasons why I'm quite uh, keen to target the Burnley fixtures. Because all those guys I mentioned, almost all of them are playing international uh, football this Mm. week. So managers are not really going to get the chance to work on any of the problems that they had even before the break. So a lot of it, I don't think, changes. Like the problems that were there before the break will still be there. Because you would have left the day of, or like one day after the last match... And you're coming back maybe two or three days before the next one. How much can you really do?
1: True, true, true.
0: Fair point. Okay, okay. so I think we're sort of not an urgent sell, but consider it. Initially, I thought about talking about Liverpool v Villa. I Maybe it's less important now. But then again, Salah has stayed, which is the big news out of the transfer window. Mm-hmm. He didn't go. So, I mean, as a former Salah owner, Sam, are you now feeling a little more... Regretful that you didn't keep. Mm, the reason why I got rid of Salah
1: from my team was because I just felt he's not worth the price. Now, maybe that's really harsh on him because he hasn't blanked. Right, <laughs> he's uh he has written every single game week this year. I mean this season, but a lot of it are pens. One of it is spent One of it was a rebound from a pen. <laughs> Two of it were assists. And before this Villa game, I felt that Salah was kind of moving more towards a creator role, if that makes sense. Like his A numbers were really good. XG numbers, not that good. And that's just on the stats. Even from the eye test, yes, occasionally he gets in the box and he managed to get a shot off. But it seems like most of it he's creating. Um, which I don't want to pay 12 mil for someone who is getting assists here and there you know what i mean um so yeah so i got rid of him and then the villa game happened (laughs) where he seemed to you know get in a box more and, and stuff like that it's really hard to tell i'm right now i'm okay with my decision selling but i think i would have been okay keeping as well it's one of those 50 50 kind of things there's no wrong move i guess
0: if you're cutting
1: this week, do you have Salah? No, because I'll, ju- I'll just spread the money elsewhere, I think. I think, I don't think Salah is essential. This isn't anymore. But I wouldn't, like, if someone tells me, anyone who asks us for advice, say, I want to get Salah, I wouldn't say, no, don't get him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's, he's never uh, a bad, a truly bad option, but I just, I look, because uh, a lot of people say he's essential from game week 9, and that's why a lot of people are holding off on the wild card because they want to get him in, say, uh, after game week 8, and they've got a decent run from, like, 9 to 12, but it doesn't scream like he's 12.5 million good, like he's good, but you're not, almost never going to captain him during that run anyway, because Haaland has similar comparable fixtures on most weeks. And the weeks he doesn't have it, you could captain a Rashford or a Saka or somebody. I'm, yeah, I'm just not feeling it yet. Maybe I will see it further down the line, but I'm not scared yet of Salah. I feel like you've got a lot of guys who can do, can match him at a lot less. Yeah. Salah's a safe pick though.
1: I feel like Salah is like a blue chip <laughs> FPL asset if there's a, such a thing. You know, like he will, he will guarantee you the points at the end of the season. You know, he will end up on I don't know. Two hundred plus points. I mean, he
0: has for the past four or five seasons, right? He's like the IBM of FPL or something that you just like yeah, buy so and like
1: the s 500. <laughs> like you will do well having Salah. It's just that, you know, if you chase sexier players and you know sexier options you may outperform in the short term I guess
0: okay fair enough we'll see I, I, I'd i like to see how this Villa fixture pattern sort of repeats itself or, or whether it's a false dawn kind of thing Liverpool really good but yeah Liverpool really good but I think Villa was
1: also extremely naive by playing a very high line against Liverpool like why why would yeah. you do that against a team like Liverpool Emery what why are you thinking man
0: yeah, I mean, this is why he couldn't couldn't last at Arsenal, mate. But <laughs> yeah,
1: this uh, this Arsenal era Emery.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see how they get on against Wolves. But speaking of Wolves, right? So that's the early kickoff this week, and Darwin was very hyped, I think, after the game against Villa. Less so now because there's rumours of a knock. But let's assume. I I thought I, think, I read that
1: um, Bielsa said it's more fitness that you know Nunes just couldn't run anymore because you know yeah Bielsa. and it's.
0: And it's Bielsa's standards of running. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, human being, he can still run. Kloppy he can still run. Just not for Bielsa. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Liverpool have the early kickoff. I think it's fair to assume you're going to get early team news. If Darwin is starting against Wolves, is that the part this week?
1: No. I still wouldn't because you, if you get Darwin or Jota, right? You'll be worrying on the team sheet every single week. Although, although Darwin, yes, even if he's banned, he could come off come on, sorry, come on and score a hat trick or something. But yeah, it's just it's just the headache, that the same with city defenders. That's the same thing I feel. Like I was really sad on Guardiola. Like I thought, okay, he looks nailed, you know. Not many left-footed players, but again, got benched. I don't want that headache of having to to check the team news every single week, hope for leaks, and if you can't get leaks, just hope and pray that they do start.
0: Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, I can't, I can't disagree. I think Darwin's still in that risk zone. Uh, yeah, he started because of the Newcastle performance, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. he starts every week.
1: Like one bad game, and that's it. He's back on the bench. Jota plays up top.
0: Yeah, logo gapo. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Fair. Um. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk double game week. Okay. So, we had a double game week announcement earlier this week. Uh, Luton and Burnley. So, game week seven. Luton play Everton away. Burnley home. Burnley play Newcastle away. Luton away. So, I just to test you, Sam. This is for people who are watching the show. Have put pictures of four Luton and Burnley <laughs> players to see if you know who they are. Okay. I know this- for a fact. One of them is Lyle Foster. Very you know? decent. Which one is Lyle Foster, though? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, so the second one is Lyle Foster. Who's who's the first?
1: I have no idea who's Luton's keeper. So
0: Okay. Thomas Kaminski, uh 4.5 million. They signed him this season. Okay, let's okay. let's number three. I'm surprised you don't know who number three is here. I, I feel
1: like I don't know any other player from Luton except for Bell. Is that
0: Bell? No, man, It's not. It's not Bell. Uh, Bell is <laughs> back. That, That's Carlton Morris. Okay, so you know who Carlton Morris is right. Oh, so he's there.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: He's there. Five point five million. Uh, I like these guys. Are all like NPCs to you? Like they just, you know, they they, they don't exist in your world. <laughs> the fourth me... guy
1: is Amin Al Dakhli, I think.
0: No. Nice, Amin Al Dakhil, right. I think. Yes. Yeah, that's... yeah.
1: I know because I play FM and I had him in my team. I, I remember you nice. saying
0: that. You said that in Game week One, and I remember that because when you said it to me, I, I didn't really take much notice because he was never playing. But Company has started playing Amin al Kill, who is a center back. Has, mm-hmm. He's been playing him at fullback, and fans are yeah, um, I mean,
1: in, in FM, um, you know, his secondary position <laughs> yes. is, is a fullback. <laughs>
0: okay, so Company so so, plays man. FM. We've yeah, you. <laughs> gathered from There's this. Such, a, such as his own squad on FM. Like, who, who can play fullback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's. I mean, when this first double game week was announced, a lot of people laughing. i have uh, Who cares? I. I. I'm gonna have zero assets from both of these teams. I feel. And then some people saying you got Carlton Morris captain above Haaland, who plays Wolves. So I feel like the truth is somewhere in the middle. There's a rational answer to all of this. What do you think, Seth? How seriously do you take this double game week? Is it factored into your transfers this week at all? Or do you just not care and you'll wait until game week seven and then maybe just buy one guy? I don't care at all.
1: Um, I don't see many points for Luton or Burnley. If you're the the worst team in the league, no offense. (laughs) But if you're the worst team in the league and you're not scoring every game and you're conceding every game, does it matter if you have two games in the game week?
0: I mean Luton
1: have been scoring, mate. And not so scoring have not scoring much. And I mean, they don't have a standout asset, except maybe Lal Foster, who apparently is good suddenly.
0: Yeah, he's uh okay. So let's let's give some background, right? These are just names, right? So Lyle Foster, five million Burnley, forward, who a lot of people didn't know would be starting the season because he came in last season and didn't really bed in very quickly. But this season has gotten off to a decent start, scored two goals, scored into international break for South Africa, you know, but it's still, it's, 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 it's something and he's five mil. So he is cheap enough that if you, even if you've wall-carded already, you get him in for the double, you bench him, you never think about him again. You're just playing a five mil less. So I don't think that's such a bad idea. Carlton Morris is the popular one. And while I'm not going to captain him, I do like him as a pick because He's guaranteed 90 minutes, he's Luton's talisman, he's on pens. He's already scored a pen this season. He would have had a double digit haul against West Ham if a handball against James Ward-Prowse was actually called, but because referees are stupid, they don't. Um because he got an assist as well. So I think reasonable chance. And I think the Luton double is way better than the Burnley double, right? Luton play Everton and Burnley. Yeah.
1: So I I, I think like... an attacking punt. Yes. Mm. Defensive punt, midfield mm midfield no way like because zero.
0: I mean there are no midfielders from these uh, teams that you want and we all have five better midfielders so I yeah. I, I don't think you touch the midfield uh, to save your life and no one's getting Ross Barkley or Tai Chong or, uh, it's, I mean it's nice that they're there but nobody's going there I think defense is actually for people like me who maybe have spent too much money like I think that may be a good way to exit from say somebody like Chilwell I don't really want to spend 5.6 million on Chilwell anymore I can downgrade him to like a 4 mil like Bell or Kabore or one of these dudes and then just bench him forever. So I think defense actually might be worthwhile in terms of like an exit plan because you're mm. assuming minimum 4 points if you're lucky. Uh, might mm. be higher if you get really lucky. Um, might be lower if you're unlucky. One maybe, point, one but, point, two points. but long term, especially for those... have already wildcarded like me I think it's a good way to sort of uh, filter out some cash if you think you've overspent in certain areas if you have not wildcarded you've got nothing to lose you can wildcard in 9 gaming 9 You get rid of these guys so i I think at least having 2 players from these teams is a fair enough thing to do I don't think you need it but I don't think 2 is too much
1: yeah I guess if you're looking to rebalance the funds like you said there's no better time to do it than when your enablers have a double game week, right?
0: Yeah. So it's just really convenient, I guess. That being said, I did think about it and I don't really want to bring in any of these guys now because, <laughs> I mean... Yeah.
1: Not now, right? Like, no, why because Luton have now? a
0: decent run. They play Fulham this week and then Wolves next week, but... Opponents have decent runs when they play Luton, right? Yeah, it, That that's the thing. I mean, Luton is a good fixture here, not, not the other side, so yeah. Uh, not a transfer I want to make, and also I really don't want to bring in, say, Carlton Morris this week. He gets injured by 7, and then I, I'm stuck with yeah. him. So, that's it is a transfer that I will make as late as possible. I think that's what I would suggest. Yeah. On gimmick 7, I guess. Yeah. Like, when you know there's really no danger and you're actually getting there. What do you think about... A, <laughs> you're not going to like this. A Luton keeper for the double. Why? For people, unlike you, but for people who have Jordan Pickford and are, are tired and sad and cold and hungry and just want to get rid, Luton 4.5 Keeper, what could go wrong? A lot could go wrong.
1: Like the fact that what, what's the point different between a Luton Keeper and Jordan Pickford?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it can't be that big to be fair. 12 to six, maybe well,
1: at most. Yeah, it's just for one week. And then after that, you're stuck with a freaking Luton Keeper, (laughs) man. Come on.
0: If you're moving out, pick a move to a proper keeper, All Okay. But if you're wildcarding in gaming 9, you'd be more open to the idea? Because you're getting out anyway. No. Even then. Even then.
1: (laughs) Even then. I'd rather pick a keeper with a good fixture. Okay. It feels like you're just going to ignore this double completely. I... Yeah, pretty much, I think. Unless, unless, like you said, I, I didn't consider that saver, but like you said, if you're rebalancing funds, there's no better time to get an enabler than in-game week seven. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I look at these Chelsea guys and I think, yeah, I, I don't need them and they're, they're using up a lot of cash. I think this is not a bad idea. Even Carlton Morris at 5.5 million. Okay, so you play 1 million less if you bench him and never play him again. He'll always be a decent bench it's option. It's 5.5. 5. Oh, play.
1: that's kind of expensive for a bench option.
0: Okay, then you go. Lyle you might as well go Cameron Archer
1: for four point five. Yes, he has only one fixture, but you save a whole one meal.
0: But we're not strapped for cash, are we? I mean, you could get. Exactly. Sf- so, so then, why do you need to
1: get Lough if you're not strapped for cash?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to 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 balance these narratives. <laughs> and you're not helping. Okay, now, you're not sold, but we'll we'll revisit this in gaming seven. Let's see how I feel like you will come around. You know, mm-hmm. you were with me on Emmanuel Dennis a few years ago. Right, you oh, would have been with me don't, on the horse, I'm sure. Okay, like we do these, like the people with double game weeks, you just can't resist. You go in, <laughs> I don't think we're going to captaincy, like that. That I'm not sold on that. Harlan plays wolves, Harlan could score a hat trick in his sleep, but I, I still want just a slice of the action, mate.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the team improves from now to game week seven, then yeah, I think we'll be much hotter on them.
0: Yeah, I mean. You, you, Luton have just signed Sambi Lokonga, he's he's a world class oh. midfielder, yeah, yeah, on loan. Yeah, yeah. And maybe okay. Barkley becomes better, okay? Let's talk wild cards, okay? So, I just threw up a wild card draft like without thinking too much about it, just for people who are wild carding. Obviously, I got a bit excited and I have triple Luton, so you, you know, <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll hate that, but they're all benched, okay? In my defense, they're all benched, okay? So, I, I was considering that, Right, So, let me just read out, Gabriel. The
1: Okay. And
0: then you pick it apart, right? Okay, so this is pre-Matt Turner pregnancy slash uh, black mm-hmm. news. Okay, so swap him out with a different keeper. But I looked at Turner and Kaminsky, Ruben Diaz, Destiny Udogi, Gabriel. I'll come to Gabriel. Saka, Madison, Mbomo, Rashford, Sun, Awani, Haaland. And then on the bench, like I said, Kaminsky, Morris, Anderson, but it could be Bell, Kabore, pick a 4 million defender. I think Bell is the safest, but boring. And Botman 4.5, Newcastle apparently will start keeping clean sheets according to everybody else. <laughs> okay. So that's sort of if you're wildcarding this week, Sam, keepers. Pick your two keepers.
1: Um, Flecken, who is my keeper? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Flacken.
1: I and mean, okay, this, I, I have to say. Th- yeah. Flacken area. This year, 4.5 is kind of dreadful. Um, there's basically no one, right? Sanchez. Sanchez still 4.5 years, right? Leno, mate. Leno. You're missing out. Leno me, Leno has been the same since last year. No clean sheets, but a lot of saves. I still feel Flecken is the best, and I think he has proven himself to be the best 4.5 option.
0: He's gotten a bonus point already, which is pretty decent. I just feel like... I don't know about Flecken because I feel like you want Vissa and Mbomo, and you might want Rico Henry. So do you really want to use your... But, I mean, triple Brentford is probably not the top, most of your priorities. So I think in that sense, it's fair.
1: Yeah, I do like Leno. I think Leno's probably
0: the second best,
1: but we'll I will have to see,
0: you know. Um, I think if I was wildcarding today, I'd, I'd just gamble on having a Luton keeper just just for, for the heck of it, mate. I, I think just for that one week, but that's me, you know, personal preference. Uh, I wouldn't go for the Burnley keeper because as we discussed, a lot of people want him dropped. So. Uh, for what it's worth. Like, I wouldn't go near Trafford. I think, actually, Ariola might be
1: the best value keeper in the entire game. Even mm. if he was 4.5, you know? Um, I think he's he's really good. He finally got his chance. And I really think West Ham will do a lot better than they did last year. Last year, they were just in shambles, right? Because um Naif Agued was injured almost the entire season. A lot of people talk about Rice
0: leaving, but I think they've been pretty okay without him. Edson Alvarez, James Ward-Pross, I really like the signings. They were two minutes away from a clean sheet. I have Ariola and I was, I was crying against Luton. So, yeah, I think 4.1 mil, you can't ask for much more than that. I think Areola's yeah, finally accepted It's just that he has terrible fixtures now. Um,
1: next two games is City and Liverpool. But after that, yeah, Ariola probably the best keeper in the game.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's why I have Leno because he rotates well. But yeah, it's just those two fixtures. You get past that, you're fine. Let's, uh, enough for keepers, right? Let's let's talk defense, okay? So I still have Diaz. I have Diaz in my actual team, but I will concede to you. It feels like a lot for six-pointers. And once again, City have managed to find new ways to concede the random goal. Um, I guess you're not convinced by Diaz or any City defender.
1: Yeah, I, I just feel Diaz is just too expensive for what he offers. Zero attacking threat occasional clean sheet maybe although City does look a bit more solid than last year still early days though. still early days but yeah but then again you know there's no one else in the entire City team and if you want someone from that run just to have coverage then DS is your only option I think
0: yeah it's a really good run of fixtures and I think now we know that is not nailed so feels mm-hmm. like you go with DS not nailed, so is
1: not nailed so Ake is not nailed Akanji maybe is the second most nailed player in the team. But even then, once Champions
0: League starts, we don't know what happens. So, Destiny Udogi, I think, no-brainer, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Everybody has him. I, Okay, let's talk about this Newcastle defender. Let's park Gabriel, because I think Gabriel is a controversial choice, and I'm sure not many people will go for it. But let's talk about Newcastle defense. Everybody is hyping Trippier, and I don't get it because he's old, he is expensive, He has lost some of his free kicks to Tonali. Newcastle have good fixtures, but then also play Milan and PSG in the next three weeks. Mm. And they have signed Livermanto for 30 million. So, I mean, all of these factors. And they've kept something like two clean sheets in 15 games. So you add all of this, I don't get where this Trippier hype is coming. At least Bottman, he's cheap. I can get that. He's 4.5. But I don't get Trippier hype at all. Same. Exactly the same, Siva.
1: And for the exact same reasons that you have listed, just too expensive for too much uncertainty and we don't know. Now, Trippier definitely can't play. Okay, I wish, maybe I shouldn't use the word definitely. Maybe he is secretly some physical freak who can play midweek and Premier League games, Um, you know, at his age. But chances are, I feel I see a rest here and there for Trippier. So, I no go for me. Not for it, the most expensive. Not, not, not. Second most expensive defender in the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, either he gets rested against the likes of Burnley and Sheffield and plays Milan, PSG, or he doesn't get rested and then he's tired as heck anyway. Or he gets mm-hmm. subbed early, and everybody likes early subs for defenders. But there's a fine line between subbing on sixty-one minutes and subbing on fifty-nine minutes, and <laughs> you know, and and managers yeah. aren't playing FPL, so it doesn't really add up. So. I just think, and they can't possibly have signed Livermento to never play him. That seems to be yeah. some people that are trying to argue that. So I just, and the same thing goes for Danburn. Danburn's competing with Lewis Hall and Matt Target. So again, I don't really want. So your best option is maybe Shah or Botman. Botman's fine at 4.5, but that is as far as I'm willing to go because Shah's is really Botman,
1: expensive. Is Botman not injured anymore?
0: Flagged, but should be back for the next one, is the general ah, consensus. That
1: says my defense then this week.
0: I don't know if he's back to Brentford, but he should be back soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't have enough playing players um, in my defence. Anyway, that's my team. No one cares about my team.
0: Okay. But Newcastle defence, okay, not priority.
1: That's good to know. Not for any Newcastle player, I feel. Um, It's just too much uncertainty. All these teams will never be in the Champions League for, you know, ages. You don't know how they're going to play, how they're going to rotate once they do go in.
0: Yeah, but the fact that they bought a bunch of players uh, would put me off. And the fact that they have so many hard fixtures would just put me off. I just think they're going to be tired, mate. Like, they're going to struggle to, to deal with it. And yeah, it just doesn't feel an urgent investment. So what defenders do you go for then, Sam, on wildcard? Like, you've got a lot of defensive issues. Who, who do you even go for? Hmm. Would you still go for a Villa defender? I have cash so, in my team.
1: You have cash, right? So. But you, I'm uncertain people about who are cast in game three very happy, and then it's like in between two scores he has two minus one. So what's up with that man?
0: Which I have managed to dodge by benching him, but I'm really scared. And also now Alex Moreno is coming back. It feels like you're maybe one week too early in making a decision on which Villa defender to go for. Because if Moreno wants fit, but I imagine Moreno's place
1: is Dean's left on the left.
0: Yeah, but I. Right. I I fear Cash may start getting benched for concert and they may play a bit more defensive on one flank and more attacking on the other because that's what they were doing in preseason. season Okay, so this is probably not the week to make a transfer in that department.
1: Okay. I'm happy with um, my Anderson pick. <laughs> it turned out well, although I did bench him for his uh, points this week. Joachim Anderson. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. sorry, there's a lot of Andersons right in the league. That's a thousand so, of an such pick. But yes, a solid pick. Decent. I think decent fixtures, decent chance of clean sheets. You can probably play him and just kind of close your eyes and let him be. Good BPS. Mm-hmm. Like good BPS. Really good BPS. Uh, yeah, and then he even scored a goal, like uh, which never, ever happened. But he did last week.
0: And I still think Purvis Estrupinan is solid. Like uh, attacking return potential in any week he plays. Still really attacking. Uh the fixtures are bad for now, but Gaming six good fixture. And then by about gaming nine, ten, it flips around again. So mm. I, to me he feels like somebody if you needed to, you could hold the whole season. Still quite cheap. Would you go for a forest defender? I don't know, man. I mean I think issues with forest defenders are not sure who starts. They've got Necko Williams and Serge Aurea on the right. They've got Tavares and Ola Aina on the left. So I think then, Aurea's first choice. Right. Yeah, right. but does he start every game, right? Mm, like... I
1: mean, I, I think so. I, I personally think so. You could also go for Boli, who has been decent. I don't know, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're really Boli on F. Yeah.
1: But yeah, overall, I think there are not many defenders to choose from. That is the yeah. general consensus. There are not is many defenders to choose from.
0: Why, if you've got dudes who play, like I feel like that is not a place to be making too many transfers. I don't feel like you gain a lot, which is why I ended up putting Gabriel in this draft because back in the team and cheap 4.8 Arsenal. I mean, mm-hmm. could go for True. Saliba if you really feel like it.
1: Yeah, but he's cheaper and supposedly nailed now. now for that, that the transfer window has closed. For that offside alone. <laughs> Nothing to for, do with transfer rumours or anything, according to Ateta.
0: I mean, for the offside alone on Ganacho, I think he has... Whatever he did wrong has been forgiven. And matrix moves and all that. Okay. <laughs> so I think. Let's talk midfield and attack. Okay. Um, I think double spurs mids. I mean, if you're wildcarding this week, you got to have double spurs mids, right? That's the whole point. Um, yeah. I still have Rashford and Saka, but I'm guessing you're not as boring as me.
1: I, I'm okay with Freshman Saka. I think no comments on the midfield. Maybe Bowen is a good long-term
0: pick, but but not this week. Yeah. week. itself. Yeah, so and I'm, Musa like, Diaby. on the bench. Same. I got Bowen and I'm benching him. Musa Diaby also a really nice pick, but mm. maybe not urgent. Like I still think you could wait a few more weeks. Is Aston Villa in Europe? They are right. Yeah, Conference League. Uh
1: so it it concerns me with this kind of place. So Diaby has been coming off early almost every single game, yeah. And once, so that means um, you know, his fitness is not quite there yet. So once Europe games come, will he be just rested completely? Come off from the bench? Come off even earlier or something? I
0: don't know. Just the uncertainty with this kind of teams. Yeah, I kinda wanna wait until gaming nine, I think. By when they've played a few UCL games, then you can sort of get a better gauge, I think. And mm-hmm. uh which is why I still think Brian and Bomo I picked a few people on my wildcard who I already had, and Brian and Bomo was one of them. And I thought he just seems like a really boring safe pick. And you gotta have Mbomo. I don't
1: have Mbomo, and I'm so pissed at myself for not getting Mbomo.
0: He's he's cooking, man. He scored even yeah. in the break. He's, I know. he's cooking. I know, I know. Let's talk strikers, okay? So, you're not sold on Carlton Morris. I won't try to sell you. but And uh, we talked about Awani, so that's enough. And we don't need to talk about Haaland. Let's talk about Julian Alvarez, who I do Mm. have, and I'm very happy with. Why is he not in
1: your wildcard team? Oh, Uh, Champions League? Champions League? Is it? Is it Champions League? Yeah,
0: but, but he's in my actual team. So, this is probably me, like, overcompensating, like, trying to be different. I mean, I have him in my real team, so clearly I like him. And... Some people trying to downplay Julian Alvarez by saying he got lucky. I've seen a lot of nonsense from City fans saying he he's, he's some of his returns are fortunate. I don't think they know what they're talking about. Um, I mean, they it's think such a good they option. Right? Every striker needs to dribble from the halfway line and stuff. They're upset he's not KDB, basically, is what I can tell. Which I mean, who cares, right? He's he's better than Foden. He's actually getting returns, and yeah. playing I I close really to
1: the goal. I really like Julian Alvarez. I think if it's if he continues his run of starts, he's a must-have to me.
0: He the has started is... every
1: single game, mate. Like, what yeah, more can he do? Champions League hasn't started yet. So once Champions League starts, will he still continue to start every single game? That's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, he's young, he's fit, he's not got any injury track record per se. Like pep, man. Come on. Remember. The rota- I think pep, the pep
1: rotation memes only starts when... Champions League comes around. That's when anyone could be benched, anyone. they do have an easy group. They do have an easy group. They have like Red the Star Belgrade. Possible group that you can get
0: into. They League. have Red Star Belgrade. We'll do a UCL uh, podcast uh, later, but they have Red Star Belgrade, Young Boys, and Leipzig, and they beat Leipzig every single season. Yeah. Like I mean, they're I closing actually, eyes like and getting 2 one group. or something. <laughs> yeah, seven one last year. So I mean, I I think julian alvarez is perfectly fine i know he's coming back from bolivia and he needed the gas tank and all that altitude and all that stuff but i mean they played nottingham forest next week like can you how can you not have him for that like he's gonna do so well so no i think alvarez everybody has haaland he's the only way you differentiate in this attack
1: that's true i would take alvarez over Foden, definitely Mm -hmm. And I do read Alvarez a lot. I'm concerned about his minutes. But maybe not so much at the start, because they're all kind of still fresh with not that many games in their legs yet this season. Perhaps in the latter stages of Champions League, that's when you see the real rotation. And I think the fact that City has a much thinner squad than they normally do, maybe hmm. is an
0: advantage to them.
1: I mean, they don't, they don't have Cole Palmer anymore. So.
0: Yeah. They've, they've definitely uh, not allowed themselves uh, too many options for rotation. And ultimately, City is the best team in the league. No, let's not mess about here. So if there's one team you take the rotation risk with, you don't do it for the lower teams. You don't do it for the UCL teams, the UECL teams. You don't do it for the Liverpools. You do it for City. That's the best team mm-hmm. in the league. So, plus,
1: plus, KDB is still out. And I think as long as KDB is out, Alvarez should... Should...
0: Start most the week. weeks. Yeah, yeah, should start. Yeah, worth the risk, I think. Okay, let's 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 wrap up with captaincy. Okay, let's let's check captaincy. Okay, so this is FPL Review's free planner because some people said we shouldn't use the premium data. So this is the free one. Okay, this is budget data. Okay, which everybody can access. Okay, that's that's me out of the way. Sun and Harlan equal on predictor points this week. So let's 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 talk real mm-hmm. stuff here, Sam. You're getting Sun in this week, maybe if you do. You're captaining him, right? I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Okay, good. I need to catch up. So I, 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 <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm behind you, Siva.
1: I don't but know. I um, we'll check, right? But still. There, I mean, there are very few opportunities this season to get a differential over Haaland, right? Because most weeks, everyone is going to captain him.
0: And you think this yep. is a week? Yeah.
1: I do think this is a week because Haaland, City, is playing away to West Ham, who is a pretty strong team, especially this year. Not, I'm not saying City won't win, but maybe <laughs> not that many goals, right? Versus Spurs, who are playing against a newly promoted side. I think marginally, you would think Sun has a better chance of hauling.
0: You just got to take these kind of chances. Against West Ham at the Olympic Stadium in his debut, right?
1: Yeah, um, but that was like ages ago, man. He, he's, He's aged since then. <laughs> I will That's say if I. It took it. Off. If he's a risk every week to not captain Haaland because he's freaking 92% owned in the game. Out of what, that we have 9 million, 10 million players. It's yeah. insane. But that means there's literally zero to be gained um, having Haaland, a lot to be lost. <laughs> zero to be gained. So, I mean, don't. Obviously, if he's playing a weak team, like, you know, last week I was playing at home against Fulham. Obviously, you captain him, right? But a game like this, where it's away against West Ham, mm, i take that chance.
0: Okay, it's it's a 50-50 call. I will grant you that. I don't think I'm brave enough, but then I don't have son, so I don't have to think about this. But let's talk Madison, because I was listening to Net That Hall, and FPL Lens is says he's going to captain Madison. Let's see. Wow. Would you captain Madison over Haaland? Um, I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't. Because... Yeah, neither would I. I, I like Madison. Like I said, I feel his, his um, high, floor. Less high floor, lower ceiling. Although this wasn't the case in uh, previous seasons, you know. In Leicester, mm. he had a really high seizing, ceiling. Like on his day, he would score two goals, one goal assist, you know, come with full bonus points and everything. However, this year, it seems, I think he'll tick along with the assists here and there, a goal here and there, which is great, but not necessarily a big haul. And I think just having Madison is really,
0: is really good enough. Also, not on pens. Like, I feel Sun mm. probably gets pens, although his record is not great. Whereas Madison also has a bad record and I think would be second choice for pens. And I I kind of feel like you have to captain Pente because just the way the game works now, pens are so easily given.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fairly decent consensus that I'm probably captaining Haaland. I'm boring, but... Uh, you, I, I can't captain Taiwo, You know, as for those who want to <laughs> be spicy, like no, nah, it's just not going to happen. I mean, captaincy is one thing you don't you don't mess about with for me. And I think Sun is a fair pick if you have it. I think that's a yeah. a gamble you can take. That's about it. Mm. Anything else then? No, I think that's it. That's it. Okay, very good. I think we covered everything. So we'll be back for game week six. But in the meantime, is Andreas Pereira the top? I oh know what's this top eight. Highest predicted point this week? Free model, but I mean, he is playing Luton. So I assume the free model is, by definition, not as good as the premium one. So therefore, some of this is more vibes-based, you know, like... Mm, Okay, okay. I think... yeah. I I mean, let's put it this way. The reason why we're not looking at Andres Pereira is because it's a midfield slot. You're not going to take a midfield slot up with Andres Pereira, who doesn't even play 90 minutes. It's sad, though, because if Mitrovic existed still in this game you would have him this week, but he doesn't. So, it's what it is.
1: Okay. All right. That's it, then. Get your green arrows.
0: And we'll see you next week. Oh, this is the